Okay, where do I begin? But this is officially the beginning of the end. Chris Paul window of winning the championship has officially closed. I repeat, his window of winning the championship has officially closed. He was on the clock and he did not punch his ticket. He was on the clock and didn't punch his ticket. Therefore, he will be arguably one of the greatest point guards of this generation to never win a championship ring. Isn't that sad? But this is the reality of what happened when the basketball gods smile upon you and gift you a chance of a lifetime to win an NBA championship and you can't rise to that occasion. And this is what happened with Chris Paul. You couldn't rise to the occasion. I still think that Phoenix was the better team slightly than the Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks have Drew Holiday, who's a great player, plays good, but he has some glaring weaknesses. Obviously, being an all-star player, he didn't play like an all-star player in this, in, throughout the playoffs like that. He played good in spots. Hell, he played great in spots sometimes. Chris Middleton is another guy who comes late to the party. But here we are. These guys have a ring because what Giannis does, Giannis runs, jumps, dunks better than everybody else, outworks everybody else. And I got to give it to him. He's not afraid to shoot, unlike Ben Simmons, who got his whole soul snatched against Atlanta and just didn't shoot the basketball. But they are still banana boat bros. They cannot shoot. I repeat, they are still Banana Boat Brothers. They cannot shoot to save their lives. They cannot shoot and make free throws to save their lives. Therefore, they are twinning. Only just that the other twin, who was young, is not afraid to do what he needs to do to try to make the defense be honest. But I will say this. When you stack a wall up against Giannis, if you make him frustrated and you make him kick the ball out, and have them other guys beat you, you have officially entered his mind because he tries extremely hard. So what happened to Phoenix building the wall? I mean, Deontay Ayton did a good job of playing on one-on-one in spots, but we all know that you don't play Giannis one-on-one. You build a wall like that Toronto Raptors team did. When they won their championship with Kawhi Leonard. You do what the Miami Heat did to him and Jimmy Butler. Hell, you do what Jimmy Butler did to him in Chicago. When Jimmy Butler told his ass, I'm I got the I'm putting the clamps on you. Jimmy Butler straight told Giannis, I'm, I'm putting the clamps on you. There's nothing you could do. But you know, it's not too many Jimmy Butlers in the league. It's not too many Kawhi Leonard's in the league. It's not so many Paul George in the league that can that can lock up and play both ends of the floor. It's not it's not that many guys in the league like that. So you make Giannis be honest. You box him in and you tell him, Go ahead, shoot. I dare you to. And if you make it, we live with the results. If you hit that nine times out of ten, we live with that. But your ass and your stepping in this paint. 
and Phoenix refused to do that. Chris Paul also looked his age, especially in game, game what four? Was it game five? He looked horrible. He looked horrible, horrible, horrible. Turned the ball over. Nobody helped Devin book out. It. I could say there was two legitimate games that Devin Booker didn't really get any help from Chris Paul. I will say in, the, in game five, he did get help from Crowder and Cameron Johnson and Cameron Payne and them guys. They did contribute. Jay Crowder, those guys did contribute. They did play. But Devin Booker couldn't stay out of foul trouble. So that is on him too. And Aiden never got going. After game one, Deontay Aiden just disappeared. He wasn't the same big man. He wasn't dominant dominant in the middle. I think Giannis took a lot out of him on the other end of the floor. And we had to play defense on Giannis Antetokounmpo one-on-one majority of the time. It's not a walk in the park. But Chris Paul window has closed. The basketball guards smiled upon him and got him to the NBA Finals. And he could not seal the deal. He sealed his fate when they lost Game 5. Like I said, whoever wins Game 5 is going to go ahead and win the series. We know about Game 3s and Game 5s. Those are like those are like swing states. And those are like swing states. Those are swing games. The two odd numbers are swing games. Whoever usually wins Game 3 and Game 5 in the series go on to win that series. It's been proven it's been factual and it's been documented that whoever wins game three and game five, those are the two most pivotal games in the series. If you split two two, whoever usually wins game three will more than likely win the series. If you drop game four, so be it. But if you win game five, your odds of winning the series is is uh, significantly high. Not one time in history has a team that won game five went on to lose. Others we're gonna talk about, you know, the complete meltdown that the Warriors had against LeBron when they were up three oh or three one or whatever. Or you wanna talk about the meltdown that the Oklahoma City Thunder had against the Golden State Warriors when Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook were still running mates. See stuff like that, that's catastrophic. Meltdowns. Phoenix Suns had that, but it goes back to that saying: "You haven't lived if you haven't gone through experiences. Experiences make you life better. You have to experience something in order to learn from it. So, therefore, without any experience, you haven't learned shit." And Phoenix Suns have just experienced something that they should have capitalized on as a young group. But they didn't see the opportunity. When you don't know how to close out games and when you don't know how to win because you don't have experience, experience in the moments, then guess what? You're going to lose. That's the only way you're going to get the experience. And this might be a hard, hard dose of experience to swallow because they may never make it back to that mountain top like they have this season again. It may take them years. And Chris Paul has waited damn 
16 years to get to this moment, I couldn't even seize it. Couldn't even seize it. Oh, it looked grand. It looked great. It looked like it was, the fate was going to be sealed when it went up 2-0. Then they went to Milwaukee. And the, the script was flipped. The script was flipped when they went to Milwaukee. Then that game five. And Phoenix. Probably the, the, the most important game of the Phoenix Suns live. I know they do. They lose by a couple of points. The last three games, they have lost by a couple of points, which goes to show you that they were in the game. Even though they were losing the rebound battle, even though they were turning the ball over more than than um, Milwaukee, even though they couldn't get second chance points to set their lives, they were still in them games. Still in them games. Still winnable games. But again, it goes back to that experience. It goes back to being young and naive. Ah, oh, we got home court advantage. We good. But what good is home court advantage when you can't defend home court? Let me repeat that again. What good is home court advantage when you don't get the opportunity to utilize it and defend home court? Because you have to win. Game six to have the chance to strategically use home court advantage to your advantage. But therefore, game seven was irrelevant because you had to win game six to utilize home court advantage. There's no home court advantage without some cooking on the road. And shit, from the looks of it, they couldn't get nothing cooking on the road. They couldn't even sell the deal. You were in the game until the game slipped away. That's where experience comes in because the experience would have told them they had to take that game. That game wasn't going to be easy in Milwaukee. But you got to beat somebody on their home court before you could win anything. I'll repeat that again. You don't truly win a chess match. Not checkers. A chess match until you beat another team on your home court in a pivotal situation. Because remember, you had game five in your back pocket. Oddly enough, you had a swing game in your gym. To, to do something, to put the pressure on them to come out and win game six. But again, they didn't play to, they didn't play to utilize your cards. You gotta play your cards right. They were just so banking on having that game seven in their pocket that they got too relaxed. And when inexperience began to speak, there's a harsh repercussion in that. And that's what results in the loss. Chris Paul is going to be one of them great players 
like a Carl Malone, like a John Stockton, like a Patrick Ewing, like a Claude. No, you can't say Claude Joseph. He, he did get Hakeem Olajuwon. Like uh, Allen Iverson. Like uh, damn, what was his name? I called it earlier. It's not important, but like an Allen Iverson, like a Patrick Ewing, like a Charles Barkley. Never to win a ring and be great. And all those guys are great. Don't have no hard way to show for it. Nothing. Call him alone. Nothing. Nothing to show for Carmelo Anthony. Another one. He has nothing to show for his. Nothing more than stellar career. And it's just like. The window has officially closed. There is no reversing that window. Once your opportunity and moment is gone. It's gone. LeBron was out of the way. Bye-bye. Denver beat up with an MVP who couldn't win in one game. I will say that till I'm blue in the face. They had an MVP on their team, the Denver Nuggets, and the Joker, who is I, who is a joke, as I said it before. He's a joke because he couldn't even win you one game as an MVP of the league. No Jamal Murray. Got helped Phoenix out. No Kawhi Leonard. That helped Phoenix out again. So you had all of these things transpire and happen. And then you could not beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Well, actually, I felt like the Clippers would have came out with a healthy Kawhi. The Clippers will be the NBA champions right now because they want to lose to Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks. Why? They wouldn't. Kawhi has the experience. Kawhi knows what it takes to win championships. He's done it in San Antonio. He did it in his own in Toronto. So he knows what it's like to win. So he would he he can show up on rank and say, look, this this is what this is what. This is going to get you in the end if we play our cards right. Chris Paul, as great as he is, as great as Floyd General he is, he don't know how to lead a team to winning a championship because he's never been in that, in that moment. He never won championship. He never made it to the Western Conference Finals until this year. So he was an experienced, he was an experienced, he was an inexperienced, experienced leader. Which meaning he has the experience of playing games and being playing play and play up games and being a leader in general on the basketball court, but he don't he doesn't have the experience or the capability to lead in moments like that because he never won a championship. He never been on a championship team. So he couldn't he couldn't lock into them guys like he wanted to. But shouldn't hunger had motivated him more? Sure. But it's hard to do something that you've never done before. 
it's hard to do something that you've never done before. You've never been in that situation. I can see if you've been there and you lost. Where it leaves that. Like, like when a boxer gets punched in the mouth and you, you, you finally you finally taste your own blood for the first time. And it's like, okay. I experienced it. Now I got that out of the way. I know what that, what that feel like, what that's like. So now let's let's win. Let's go out here and get in and get vengeance. See, Chris Paul hasn't been through that. Now he knows what that feels like. He knows what that pain feels like. But sadly to say, his moment has passed, and CP3 must live with this nightmare. As always, peace and love.